0: So, if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Joseph If You're watching on YouTube. Welcome to the channel. Uh, Got a good one today. It's actually uh, part one of a series of, of. Two podcasts and two videos that I'm going to do. Um, for those of you that are, are used to listening to our podcast, watching our videos, you know that I talk about mindset a lot, how to, how to think about money. This episode like or this podcast as well as the next one we're going to come out with, it's awesome. Um, just It's a way of thinking about money that changed my life. I hope you guys listen to this. It's, I hope it's going to change your life too because it gives you a mental way of thinking about this stuff um that's why i broke this up into two parts because part one is like i really got want you guys to understand what i'm talking about and part two i want you to really digest and understand what i'm talking about okay now before we jump into it um if you're watching on the podcast as always be sure to subscribe if you're watching on youtube also subscribe hit the notification bell hit the like button it helps the video grow in popularity send this out to your guys' friends it will help them it helps you it helps the channel grow it's a win-win for everybody so we definitely appreciate it, okay? Now, on this podcast and on this, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and make it, put it in the comments, if, if you want, about, you know, do you, are you confused about money? Do you have a, a framework of how you actually think about money? Like, do, do you even think about it a certain way? Like, may, maybe in the comments, write down, like, how do I think about money? Like, this is what I typically think about when I think about money. What does it mean to me, okay? If you're listening on the podcast, Think about that for a second. What does money mean to me? And again, if you're on YouTube, put that in the comment. Money means to me. Blah. Okay. Um, because that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Um, because this is a mental mindset that I, I got taught this, I was told this at a really young age when I was like 13, the stuff I'm gonna be going through today. It didn't really click for me until I was about 27. Okay, so I hope what I'm talking about today clicks for you guys, you guys are listening to this, and it can help clear up that mental mindset and maybe even potentially get you guys to shift your thinking about what money is. So let's dive right into it, okay? First things first, like I said, this is the first part of this. I'm doing this in this episode and then I'm gonna do another one in another episode, okay? So then that episode will come out sometime next week, okay? First things first, I want you guys to understand something about financial freedom, okay? What is financial freedom? Those of you that have been on our webinars and our some of our videos and podcasts, you've heard me say this <clears throat> about, you know, financial freedom, oftentimes people mistake this as having a lot of money. It's not. That used to be my mindset too. Like, I don't know how I got in that mindset, but it's not. Like, and I give examples in webinars and workshops all the time about like athletes going bankrupt, actors going bankrupt. Um, you know, people that inherit money going bankrupt, Like, they have all the money in the world and they still go bankrupt. Having a lot of money doesn't mean uh financial freedom. Nickel and diming everything doesn't mean financial freedom either because you're stressed out about, it, about money, right? So, what exactly is financial freedom? So this is what I was taught when I was younger. Okay. There are two forms of financial freedom. There's the intangible form and the tangible form. Okay. Let that sink in for a second. Intangible form of financial freedom, tangible financial form. Now that's how it was explained to me. That's what I was told when I was like 13. I was like, what the hell does this mean? And didn't click for me, like I said, until I was like 26. The key part was intangible. I knew what tangible financial freedom was, right? It was having a lot of money, okay? Intangible financial freedom, though, is mental. How you think about money, okay? That's what intangible financial freedom is. But that was the first part that I was taught. The second part that I was taught about that was that you have to have intangible financial freedom first and then you can have uh, tangible financial freedom. Meaning this, you cannot have, from a dollars and cents standpoint, financial freedom until you have mental financial freedom first. Okay, so you can have, like if I was an athlete, and I signed a 20 million dollar contract and I had 20 million dollars in the bank. I'm still not financially free because I'm not mentally thinking about money correctly. And that's why so many people go bankrupt. They get money and then they go bankrupt even though they had it. They they don't mentally think about it right, okay? So, how do we have to think about intangible financial freedom or mental financial freedom? Okay? I'm going to this part, I said there's two parts of this pod this podcast, this one is going to be focusing on what does this mean to my income? Okay? What is this saying there's two forms of financial freedom? What does it mean to my income? Okay? This is the key I want you guys to remember from this podcast. And this is what money is in my opinion. Money is a reflection of past events. Okay? I'm going to repeat that because this is the mental part that I I told you guys that Changed my my way of thinking about money when I was about twenty six. Okay, money is simply a reflection of past events. That's the mental part that I was talking about. If you start thinking about that and let that digest, it can potentially change your life. And so I'm going to explain what that means. Okay, here's an example. So I know a lot of uh, healthcare workers listen to this uh, podcast. Let's talk about PTs, because I know a lot of you guys are, are PTs, but this can apply to OTs. Everybody, it applies to everybody, okay? But let's just say you're a new grad PT and you make $78,000 a year. That is a reflection of what you've done in the past, okay? So you went to school for most of you for three years to get your DPT, and now that you've done that, you can now make... a year. That is a reflection of the training and everything else that you went through in school. So the reason why this was such a big deal for me when I was 26, when I finally figured this out, like, okay, the reason why this figured out when I figured this out was like, I had an investment background and everything like that, but I was still, financially, from dollars and cents when I was 26, I still didn't have any money because I had learned a lot of this stuff but I never really applied it. So that's another part, right? You can learn stuff, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but unless you really go gun ho at applying it, you're never gonna actually realize it, okay? And so what happened was, is when I was 26, I was like, well, holy shit. I'm financially where I'm at today with my income, which was crap, because I, it's reflecting my attitudes in the past towards how I approached work and jobs and all this type of stuff. And basically one of the big things that I did was when I graduated from college and I was like, well, I'm working in sports. And then I realized sports wasn't where I wanted to work at. And I tried to go back in the investment world. I thought, well, I'm just, you know, I got the knowledge. I got this. I did nothing in terms of like networking. I did nothing to go out and do like internships in that area because everything that I was focused on was in sports. So that's what got me there. So I got nothing besides my own personal investment experience that I could not verify, that I couldn't put that on a resume by anything. I I couldn't get a job in Wall Street. So my income reflected that, right? And so when you think about that, you might sit there and say to yourself, like you might be thinking about this podcast right now, listening to this or watching this on YouTube. You might be thinking to yourself, holy shit, I'm where I'm at today because of what I did yesterday. So if I don't like the position I'm in today financially, I need to do something so that way next year, five years from now, 10 years from now, I'm not going to be in the same spot. Because if I'm 60 years old and I have no money, again, that's a reflection simply of what has happened and what I've done the last 60 years of my life. And I don't want to have that. Okay, so again, if you're watching on YouTube, put, you know, in the comments, be like, you know, yeah, like this is, I can see where my income reflects what I've done in the past. Now, here's the key thing though, okay, and this is why people, they get pissed. I've done all this work, I'm not making this money, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, blah, 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 okay. That reflection that you get is not always immediate. Okay. And that's really hard for somebody to really grasp. So I'm going to go back and reiterate what, what money is in my opinion. Money is a reflection of past events. But the second part of that is that that reflection doesn't always reflect immediately. And that is something that is very tough for us to grasp nowadays because we're used to everything coming immediately, right? Like I wanna buy something, I go on Amazon and it can potentially be at my house in an hour. I wanna look something up, I go on Google, or YouTube, or whatever it is, and it comes now, right? That reflection doesn't always happen that way. So what ends up happening is people like, I've said this to people in the past about this whole reflection thing. And people are like, I'm gonna make a change, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And they don't see any results for six months, 12 months. Whatever, and they quit. They're like, Oh, this is bullshit. Okay, I'll give you an example. Okay, and then I, I see I see the downfall from this a lot. I get people that come to me and they ask, like, I tried to start I'm like, Why do you how'd you get in credit card debt? They're like, Well, I was on the internet and I, I went to this business coach and he was like, Ah, you gotta build a social following and and I paid this guy like five grand on a credit card to coach me up. And you know, I I did all of his steps. I tried to do social media and like six to 12 months later, I still, I, I never was able to monetize it. I never built the following, blah, blah. So now I got this credit card debt. Well, social media stuff and, and gathering a following, a lot of these coaches, what they don't tell you, it takes years to build. It doesn't happen overnight and I don't want to pick on coaches necessarily because there are actually some really good ones out there, but I'd say like 99% of them are crap. But, uh, so I guess I am picking on them, right? But the thing is too, is like, it might not even be that. You might be like, well, I have to have a uh, uh, internet presence. And so you might hire a marketing firm to do like SEO stuff for you and logos and all this stuff and stuff. And you do it for six months, you spend all this money. I see that all the time. You spend all this money, credit card, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. Six months later, they don't have any money. Six months. There's not enough time for that stuff to work out. So the reason why I bring this up is because that reflection isn't always immediate. So when it comes to building your that that reflection in the future, a lot of people end up quitting. And then in the future, that reflection actually reflects the quitting aspect of what you did, not the work that you did previously. Okay. And so, you know, one more thing I'll touch on about that reflection not being immediate. And here's something that some of you, it's like, it might be really hard to digest, right? Sometimes that reflection doesn't even happen in your lifetime. Okay. That's, that's like the part where people are like, oh shit. Like you might be doing something because it's going to reflect potentially in your children's lifetime. And I'll give you an example. Um, I mean, this is a story that I was told. I don't know how much of this is true, but I'm told this from my relatives. Uh, Like my grandpa Uh, on my dad's side, fled from Nazi Germany. Okay, Uh, Again, this is the part that I don't know. I know that he left Germany. The part that I was told, and I don't know like 100% if it's true or not, but from what I was told was that when he left Nazi Germany, basically they had to give the Nazi government all their wealth, all their money in order to leave the country. And so that's what they did. So they came to America with absolutely nothing. Nothing. Okay, Uh, and they sacrificed to come in here and that reflection did not happen in their life. I mean, they were always taken care of. They started their own business. They had enough money to survive. But the major tangible financial freedom, my dad then took over my my grandma's business. They worked their asses off, right? They made that sacrifices. And so they've had that reflect in their lives. And now with my my life and my sister's life, it's the same type of thing where it's like, okay, well, we've been able to build off that reflection. So our family overall net wealth from a tangible standpoint has kept going. Okay. However, that could go the opposite direction too. Like my grandma could have, or my grandparents could have sacrificed. And that reflection gone in my parents and my parents had, you know, enough money to retire and do all this stuff on and and they're tangibly financially free. Me and my sister could have effed it all up and blown everything they had, and then that would be reflected on my daughter's life, right? That's how you get these generational trends going. And some of you might be thinking about this like, holy cow, I'll give you a story in a minute, but holy cow, my family, I need to break that trend. Because my financial situation might be reflecting my upbringing, my educational upbringing, or family thoughts. Give you an example, one of the very first people i ever helped at, at Fitbox, she came to me and she was like, I just want to get out of debt. And I said, Why? She's like, My family constantly we're, we're poor and we've always been in debt. And I need, I need to get out of that. What she was doing was she was trying to break that trend, that reflection of her family. And so she switched it. And the amazing thing was is when her mom and her parents saw her doing that, they turned around and did the same thing. Now, for her, that was, I think, eight years ago when I started talking with her. I mean, she paid off all of her debt, and now she has a a net wealth of, like, 300 grand. Yeah, positive net wealth. Okay, And she's, I think, 33 years old now, so doing pretty good. And her mom paid off all the debt, same thing. And so when she realized, when I was talking to her, because she was at one of the very first workshops I ever talked to, and I talked to her for, like, an hour after the workshop, and I was telling her about this reflection principle, like, it's past events, and it clicked for her. And so you might be in the same type of situation and being like, oh, crap. Like, I need to change my habits, or I was raised this way. That's why it's reflecting this. I need, to, I need to consciously change that, okay? So I wanted to make sure that you guys understand that because, again, it's amazing how opportunity happens like that. Like, so I brought up, like, my sister, for example. You know, on that side of the family, my mom's side of the family, they, they came from, from Italy with nothing. And my grandma, my grandpa died very young and my, my grandma never made more than $400 a month. That was the most she ever made in her life was $400 a month. Like that was her highest ever grossing month. And she still donated most of her money. And so that's all she ever did, right? My mom wanted to be a nurse, but they couldn't afford nursing school. So my mom literally grew, like, worked like five jobs growing up. And like I said, my, for my parents, between my dad and my mom, the reflection is that they're financially free. Okay. And then with my sister, guess what she got to do? She wanted to be a nurse and went to nursing school. Right. And so that reflection doesn't always happen immediately. And that's what you got to understand too. Now, the last topic that I want to bring on that really. it, It like takes this knowledge. And it says, okay, well now what, what can I do? So that way the reflection in the future is better. Those of you that have heard me talk about human capital, that's the primary focus on this. Okay, like how do I change this? One is like just being aware of it. But understanding that, okay, to change this, I might have to change my what my human capital is or work on my human capital. What is human capital? It's basically a collection of our skills and knowledge that we could potentially translate to income and wealth in the future. Okay, and the reason why I bring this up a lot of times is because a lot of people they they go through college, they get an education, they get a graduate degree, whatever it is, and in our society we're told, well, if you do this, you're going to be financially successful. Well, obviously that narrative is getting blown out of the water because of student loan debt, right? Like a lot of people that were told this lie of, hey, you just need to graduate from college and your life is going to be basically and gravy and swimming pools and yachts and mansions after you graduate. Pfft. Right, that reality is blowing up for people. Okay, the reality is, is what ends up happening is because we have that mindset of I just need. I mean, literally, think about this. Since the time we were five, we were told just do this, just do this with your education, education, education. Once you graduate, you'll be great. People stop learning after they graduate because of that. They stop building the human capital skills once they enter the workforce. It's like I'm in the workforce now. I'm just a cog in the machine. Just doing whatever I do. And I just need a paycheck. And that's what they do. They stop learning. Okay, Don't ever stop. Whatever you're learning today is going to be useful and reflected both in your personal life and money money life and financial freedom, but more importantly, everything else. It's going to reflect that down the road. And you never know when you're going to be using this stuff. Like some of the psychology stuff that I've read, some of the marketing stuff that I've read, the financial stuff, some of it, I never thought I would ever use. It. And now it's all coming to a head with Fitbox, right? So it's like, holy crap. Like, I remember when I learned that thing. Like like I told you guys, I learned this when I was 13 years old. Do you think when I was 13 years old, I would ever be talking about it 20-something years later about using this? Like, no, right? That, was, that, that reflection took like 20, like by the time I realized it, it took 12 years for me to realize it. And for me to share this with you, it's like 20-something more years, 25 years. I don't even remember. How. I don't want to share how old I am. No, I'm just Uh, (laughs) Um, So that is the the episode today. That, Like I said, this is part one. And part two, I'm going to show you guys in in the podcast we're going to come out with next week. And the video we're coming out with next week. I'm going to show you how to take this and actually create assets out of it. And do more stuff with it. Okay, this mindset. But just to summarize, money, the way I define it is a reflection of past events. And so when you realize that, that's all money is, you can then realize, I'm financially where I'm at today, because I'm responsible for these events in the future. If I want something different, or in the past, I'm sorry, if I want something different in the future, then I gotta change something, I gotta change my mindset, because if I don't change something, then where I'm at today is gonna reflect those events of what happens over the coming five, 10 years, whatever it is, okay? The other part of that is that reflection doesn't happen immediately, okay? So don't get discouraged, keep going. It will reflect sometime in the future, okay? And the last part of that to summarize, one of the ways you can make sure, in my opinion, one of the best ways to make sure that it materializes in the future is to continue learning. Continue to build that human capital. Continue down that route. Don't stop. If you stop, let's just say I'm going to talk about more of some of that in part two of why people stop, what type of trance they kind of get in, all that type of stuff. That's part two. But Like I said, I separated these two episodes and podcasts and videos because I really want you to focus on what I talked about today. Money is a reflection of past events. Think about that. Make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode comes out. We'll be talking to you guys soon.